Hey, hey everyone. Welcome to Home Energy Design. How to design a beautiful home and life and make sure it's energy aligned. I'm your host, Amanda Gates, and I'm an interior designer and feng shui practitioner. And these combined skills have made me a floor plan reading expert. Energy design is like astrology for your home and your life. And who doesn't want more of that? I believe in all things pretty. In fact, my team and I love the pretty. But what makes my firm different is that we can help you create designs that are also energy aligned to help you get the home and life you've always dreamed of. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, hey everyone, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Amanda Gates. And today I have back on the show, Shine School creator, Brittany Carmichael. Y'all, if you get a chance, you need to look her up on Facebook and Instagram. I tell you all the time that you need to cultivate your chi. And this gal, holy crap, y'all, she has the most amazing chi. I tell her all the time. It's animated, it's strong. And if you want to see what healthy flowing chi looks like, whew, she is the poster child. Now, I will say thank God she is married to her husband because he's got really calm chi. So I think that, you know, they're like the perfect yin and yang, but it's just really great to see uh, just really good, strong, healthy chi. So be sure to check her out on Facebook or Instagram. I think you'll see what I'm talking about. Uh, but I wanted to have her back on the show. As usual, I did not have really a guiding plan to the show. In the past, I used to really put together uh, some terrific like show notes and questions and things like that. But as we have, you know, really gone through this pandemic and just the unprecedented times that we're in, I have really wanted shows to unfold and flow as the universe sees fit, especially when I have other healers on like Brittany, because we just become a stream of consciousness. And as usual, what came out was nothing short of amazing. We discussed overcoming fears, things that trigger us, you know, how to be compassionately indifferent as we elevate to 5D and why this time in history is some of the worst times and some of the best times. <laughs> Speaking of bad times, don't forget, if you want to better understand how retrograde season is affecting you personally, astrologer Sharita Starr and I put together a fantastic workshop that explains the energies that are going on in the sky, and we explain how to heal them with your home through feng shui. So if you're interested in that, want to learn more about that, all you have to do is head on over to interiorvibes.com and you'll see the button at the top of the homepage. Just click on that. You can learn more about the workshop and you can also purchase it. Alrighty. So today I have Brittany back on the show and we talk about all kinds of things. I mean, I listened back to this show and I was like, wait, what? I don't remember talking about this. Wait, that is amazing. Oh my God. I need to take notes. So again, a shining example of stream of consciousness, how when we just allow it to flow, the universe steps in and gives y'all the exact information that you need. We talk about chi, women's empowerment, flow, and so much more. Are you ready? Hell yeah. Let's do this. Hopefully we're recording. It says we are. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. I have Brittany Carmichael. Hi, Brittany. Hey, so good to be back so soon. I know. I was trying to remember. Did we talk like two weeks ago? I can't remember. This I literally was thinking the same thing. Like, I honestly don't even know how long it's been since we've talked. <laughs> it seems like forever, <laughs> but I know that it wasn't. 
on one hand it feels like a month ago and on the other hand I feel like it was like just a couple of days ago so it's kind of bizarre no uh, I feel like that's my life every day though <laughs> yeah it's it's been kind of wild with this whole pandemic um which you know is why I wanted to do it again because you know I feel like it's literally one day at a time <laughs> right and you know, I think you hit something really important. Like that's exactly what my mom having a stroke and almost dying taught me is like, we, we're not promised tomorrow. We're making all these plans for the future, but we might not even get there. So why not bring our attention to this moment, you know? And so many people are caught up in the past and, and with the future of like, what's going to happen? I'm worried about it, you know? But the truth is we only have the present moment. And I think this pandemic is a great reminder and reality shift to, to open up people's eyes to the fact that we can only experience this moment. And the only control we have over is how we show up in the moment, you know? So I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving watching it. I have decided uh, when this is all over, there are going to be a few less people on my friends list and in my personal friend group, just based on their reactions. Like, whoa, that shows me a whole nother side of you. And <laughs> that's not my vibe. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I got this text the other day from he's a friend but also a client and it was just random i wasn't expecting it <laughs> but i you know one of the things that i do is i always i send people that are close to me cards every single month for you know just because and he texted and he goes i just wanted to tell you you are fucking awesome and you're amazing that's all amongst other things and i was like cool well i already knew that but thanks and I said, all kidding aside, I hope that y'all are doing well. And he goes, I'm really learning who my real friends are during this pandemic. Mm -hmm. And I think that you hit the nail on the head by saying, um, you know, it really is about one day at a time. And I think that, you know, we're going through this great awakening. And the whole point of all of this is for us to slow the frick down, right? We're going way too fast. We've got these chaotic schedules and we're thinking, like you said, far into the future, we're stuck in the past, but what about right now? So I think that this is such a powerful reminder of mindfulness right now, right now, right now, right? Like it's what Buddhists teach us of, you know, just focusing on right now. And um, it's fascinating to me to see people's egos which is all about past and future, but not right now. And they are, they're wigging out. So I'm curious for you, being a spiritual guru, how has spirituality and who you are really helped you through this? I feel like, you know, us woos are the calm ones. We're like, yep, this is awesome. <laughs> Yeah. I think that's it. It's just like having a deeper understanding, like spirituality is having literal trust and faith that everything's working out as it should be. It's all in divine timing and all in the right plan. And if you're not tuning into the news, like if you just walk outside and look around, like it's really not that pandemic. -y. You know what I mean? Like it, like if we, if we didn't have the technology that was recently created on, on a, on a scale, you know, like on a, 
like on a general scale, like of the universe, like technology, the internet's less than 30 years old. It's, it's younger than I am. So we didn't have the internet, technology, TV, all of this. Like we would have to rely on our spirituality, which is our connection with our soul and a higher divine being. And I feel like if you just take a moment to tune into your soul, the answer is very clear. Like this will all pass. This is fine, guys. Like just calm the F down. Like this is just a test, okay? This this is like a kindergarten test and we have failed pretty bad. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so I think it's just the beginning of us starting to like really shake, shake up and wake up. You know what I mean? Like this is the first, the first round of it. Yeah. Which I think is great. And, um, I was looking up, um, we're headed into tourist season and uh, I was married to a Taurus for 12 years. And like, it's funny because the, whatever I think of with Taurus is being stubborn. And I looked up on the internet, you know, what is the definition of Taurus season? And I loved this because I think it's very timely for what we're going through. It's the best time to be lazy. It's a time to stabilize and steady yourself and get comfortable with being uncomfortable again. perfect timing right I know it's true and you know I've also been reflecting on like how this does affect everyone in a different way because I don't have children and so I'm not having to homeschool and work and do this and do the laundry and blah 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 blah, you know like all the things so like every single one of us is affected in a completely unique way and that's been something like at this point along this journey of what's going on um for me and my my spirituality like i'm not concerned about me i'm good like i'm concerned about how is everyone else like handling this based on how it is affecting them whether it's their job or increased time with their children or, or whatever the case may be like i think we could also like oh man fuck the fear but have compassion for people who are tuning into it you know what i mean right i agree with you and i I think you know i really resonate with that because i too i don't have kids and so this has been a glorious time for me i love the fact that we have slowed down so much this is the world that i have been craving for um you know my friends make fun of me because my mantra is putter like i love to putter and so like i feel like we're all being forced or are you on time what's that you show up late to things or are you usually no, on time? i'm on time i'm definitely on time but i feel like i'm a like a functioning introvert because you know i do very well at home i do very well alone i don't have kids um i i'm a high functioning introvert so i do what i'm told and i do what's expected of me but like my, my friend who's a seer, she always says like, you're such a chameleon, like you know how to play the game, but you don't want to. <laughs> and it's so true, I don't want to. Like this time to me is so glorious because it's forcing us to pay attention to nature. It's forcing us to go inward. Um, and I agree, fuck the fear. Like it's ridiculous how many people are so like, oh my God, what's gonna happen? And wh- where's my job gonna go? And what's this? And, and it's like, just focus on right now. And, but I had, and I would have gotten, and it's like, you know, they're so caught up in what was, and it's like, I keep trying to tell people, if you're hung up in that paradigm, that's the collective that you're creating. And instead we should be focusing on, like I loved uh, Bruce Lipton and Nia Peoples. um, And I, 
I don't know how to pronounce the other doctor's name, Buktar, Buktar. Um, they did a great video the other day on YouTube about focusing at 11 a.m. and 11 p.m. Um, on just peace and harmony and love, because if we can get the collective to focus on that, we will elevate. <laughs> but everybody's in this pattern loop of fear and uncertainty and anxiety, and it's like, you need to rise above that. Mm -hmm. And I don't think people understand why. They're so caught up in the denseness of the human condition. Yeah. I mean, it's easy to get stuck there, especially when we've been shoved in the box for uh, our entire existence. So it's really a matter of realizing there's another way. When I met my husband, I was like, oh, you didn't have like super loving parents and you grew up in a, with five stepmoms and like, whoa, like it shattered my reality and paradigm of like, not all children grow up in the same household with parents. And although I had a stepdad and I was adopted, like I had my own weird twist of childhood, but it was just that automatic, like, oh my God, like everyone's having a different experience here. The, but the thing that I've learned at this point is although the experience is different, the um, connection and the emotion is all the same. It's just being expressed in a unique way so that we'll wake up and learn the lesson of love. And I don't know where I'm going with that, but <laughs> it just came Great through consciousness. <laughs> yeah. It's just coming out now. <laughs> so what, what have you learned in this pandemic? I mean, for you personally, what do you feel like are some of the ahas and, and, you know, what are you really hoping to walk away with from this experience? Oh, good question. I think um, some of the things that I've learned from this is that I could totally do without my hair salon. <laughs> um, like, I love it. It's a great expression for me and a way to connect and empower women. But I've realized I just really have a joy for showing up online and creating content through that medium. Um, I have learned that people are still stuck in the fear-based news and um, <laughs> Chris and I have a saying that people are the problem. <laughs> this is just confirmed it that it's the people that are creating the problems here. It's the people that overbought the toilet paper. It's the people that are, you know, like created all this anyway from the beginning. Like, let's just if you want to go there. So um, other things that I've learned from this, I think that, hmm, I don't know. I think it's really just given me personally, like me space to just be and learn more about the things I'm interested in and like not like knock things off my to-do list that have been on there for two years that I've wanted to do. I just haven't made it a priority because of time and what really um, is most important and finding the balance in that and it never made it to that like this is really important we got to make it happen but because I have the time I can get a lot more done and instead of wasting time and worrying what's going to happen and blah, 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 I'm just focusing on like shit what else can I do and I'm looking at the calendar like no May 1st is almost here like my salon's gonna open like I've got things to do like there's so much to do just if you just knocked everything out, if you just like sat in your, the middle of your living room, there are probably about 18 projects that you could look around and be like, you know, I've really wanted to do this. Like I'm looking at a plant I potted yesterday. I said it for weeks. I really need to pot that plant and leaves started dying. And it's like, what am I doing? And now it's like, Oh, let's just, let's just pot the plant. Like it's giving us the ability to all those things. We say, Oh, we need to do this or we should do this. It's stuff that we want, but because we're moving so busy, 
we just don't like make it a priority. It just doesn't make it to the list. So I don't know. I, I'm sure there's lots of other things that I've learned, but really it's just witnessing um, that our society is built on toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> literally like the the strength of toilet paper is what our society is in 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 one regard i will say that there's a lot of us like coming together and like support and community so i can't like look at it totally negative but in general i think that <laughs> there's a lot of things that um this is shining light on that need to be changed um yeah general. i would agree with that i think a lot needs to be changed and i think that this has really given us um, permission. You know, I, I was just talking uh, uh, to my girlfriend yesterday about this, where I feel like I have had to do a lot of things and a lot of projects and a lot of things that I didn't necessarily want to do, but I had to do because of financial reasons or for expectations or, you know, whatever the XYZ is dot, dot, dot that you can plug in. And I feel like this has given me permission to say, mm, like you said, with your salon, is it really necessary? I mean, this, I've heard from many mystics that this really is about um, trimming away the fat and simplifying. This is to show us, you know, what no longer serves us. And I've really been going back through some of my old Dolores Cannon books, and it's interesting to see how other planets have, you know, destructed because they got focused on the wrong things and they got their priorities out of whack which is why we're going through this because they don't want to start over again. But oh my gosh. And power. Oh, you're tripping me out. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, when we started this call, I had a vision and I almost said it of like, we don't, you were talking about moving too fast. I almost said, well, we don't want to be like the Atlanteans and blow ourselves up. Like, with you know obsession over power and like the crystalline power that they were using and ah oh, that's so crazy i was literally literally had that thought at the beginning of this call i'm glad you yeah and it, it's it's really bizarre um i had a past life regression last year and i one of the things that i learned in that regression is i tend to incarnate during shit storms so Lemurian times, Atlantis times, Pompeii. I mean, if it was a just World War II, if it was destructive, I was here. <laughs> you know, I was just talking to an astrologer about this, and she was saying that every like uh, pandemic that we've experienced have been because of a Jupiter and Pluto like square or crossing mm -hmm. or transit or something. Um, and I just find that really fascinating because it's happening right now, you know. Well, and it's interesting to read, you know, go back through the, the canon work and, and to see that so many planets have, you know, exploded, destructed, fallen apart, become toxic because of the way that it was treated and that, you know, the, the paradigm of the people living there got too big for their britches, basically. Yeah. So, you know, how interesting that they're like, oh, good God, they're going to do it again. Like we need to come in. We've got to bring in volunteers. We got to bring in, you know, the light workers, because if we don't, it's going to happen again. And we don't have time for this bullshit. <laughs> so when you have that perspective and you can kind of take a step back and go, wow, there's a higher purpose going on here. And it's like, we're trying to bring in more balance and we're trying to bring in a flow state and more harmony. It's, you know, I don't like to uh, bring in the, the paradigm of, oh, we've got, it's been too patriarchal. I don't like to shame anybody, but it has been a very strong patriarchal system where it's about pushing and striving and greed and power and, you know, 
the feminine nature is more about the flow and the peace and the harmony and, you know, just helping bring back the balance. And so from that, you know, viewpoint, it's like, huh, maybe we should just stop striving and pushing and worrying about the past and freaking out about the future and just going, wow, what a great time this is to really bask in nature, slow down and get clear about what we want in our lives. What do I really want to be doing? Like I had a project that I was working on and I, I sat down this morning and I'm like, I don't want to do that anymore. I don't like it. It's not serving me. It makes me unhappy. So I texted the gal and I'm like, thanks so much for the opportunity, but I'm done. <laughs> you know, and I don't know if I would have had the balls to do that two months ago because I would have felt obligated. I would have felt like the expectation was there. And, and so now I'm like, you know what? That doesn't serve me. So I feel like it's a time to also be quite selfish. Right. Yeah. I don't know if you have ever heard um, me talk about the seven or above philosophy that we created our Elevated Life Membership Club on. And many years ago, Chris and I, we came up with this idea called the seven or above rule. And we rated everything on a scale of one to 10, like one being like absolutely not and 10 being like amazing. And if it wasn't a seven or above, we would say no, delegate it, delete it or reframe our mind because like laundry is not always a seven, but I like clean clothes, you know, like, so there's some caveats to it, but it just made me think like when I heard the word obligation, I thought, well, I think you would have saved yourself the hassle if you would have just asked, like, is this a seven or above? You know what I mean? And I think that to me has been the most practical tool that's helped me to be able to stay in alignment with my own vision, my goals, my dreams. I, just like you, I get approached by this multi-level marketer or this or that or blah, blah, blah. And I always ask myself, does this align with where I'm going? Is this like in, in the plan that I've already created for myself, you know? And I think if you haven't created a plan for yourself or have a vision for your life on what you want to do, then now's the perfect opportunity to start exploring and making those changes that aren't um, actions that are in aligned with what you want to be doing or where you want to be going. I love that. And I think that's a really big takeaway for this show today, seven or above, because moving forward, this Pluto-Jupiter conjunction that you were talking about, and Saturn's now joined the party, and we're about to go into all these retrogrades. It's all about getting rid of everything, not just some of the things, but everything that no longer serves you. So shit's about to get really shaken up for people. Relationships are going to fall apart. Job losses are going to happen. You know, people are going to lose houses. Like shit's going to start getting shaken up. And rather than going in it with this sense of anxiety, it's like, how is this serving me? Like being able to take a look at the illusion, because this is all created. This is an illusion. And, you know, where, and that's kind of where I've been stepping into this is, um, it felt almost decadent and how dare I to look at something and say, is this going to bring me joy? Is this going to bring me pleasure? And, you know, I would say even a year ago, I would have been like, how dare I, you know, ask for such things. And now I'm like, no, if it's not going to be, if I'm not going to like it, then I don't want to do it anymore. So I feel like this is really giving us permission. And I love the idea of seven or above. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start doing that. <laughs> yeah, it has helped us so much. It started with an Easter one, one year. And we were like, hmm, he goes on a scale of one to 10. How bad do you want to go? I was like, oh, like a six. 
And he goes, maybe we shouldn't do anything that's not a seven or above. And lately he's proposed the nine or above rule. I'm like, babe, we will have no friends. <laughs> like, <laughs> maybe that's okay. I'm right? just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's true. Like if it isn't an alignment, if it isn't bringing you joy, I can, I can see your, I can take a step back and use like some perspective to see like how so many people might be like turned off or like put off. Like how, who dare I to be, to just only want to do things that bring me joy look at all these people that are doing this or our grandparents that did that or you know like the story of like we're supposed to suffer but I think this is the turning point and like recognizing that we are we don't have to commit or do anything that doesn't bring us joy and we've never been given that option and if we're in a world filled with unlimited possibilities why would we waste it on on an area or, or, or a way of being and living and thinking that it hasn't worked. It's worked for the people in power that want to keep themselves in power. But that's what we're waking up to is like we innately have our own magic power, which is a card you pulled right before this call. Like you are pure magic. Yes. Like you have the power. You are the manifester. You're the divine. Like you get to have a say in this. And no one's given us that opportunity to contribute our uh, creativity, our imagination, our love, like mm, our power. And I, I think it's a valuable point. I think that we've really been conditioned to believe that we have to suffer and um, nothing should come easily to us and we have to work really hard to get it. And, um, you know, it has to be filled with pain. And it's like, you know, I think a lot of people when they do achieve whatever it is, the baby, the career, success, money, it's like, then all of a sudden they want to self-sabotage because then they feel guilty. So it's like this, you know, complete loop. And when you look at our sovereignty and our divinity, it's like, we come from a place of love and harmony and enlightenment. And what I find interesting is when I read a lot of spiritual texts, one of the things that they talk about are souls that incarnate here on the planet and if they've never incarnated on earth before how difficult it is for them to calibrate um, they say how dense our world is and how horrible it is because we're so angry we're so negative and we're so unkind and we're not coming from a place of love whereas every other place in the universe and every galaxy is made from love and it's like, you know, people hear that here on the planet. They're like, oh, don't give me that airy fairy bullshit. And it's like, but that is our innate nature. That's where we come from. And I think that's what I'm hoping this Aquarian age is going to be about where we're heading back into Atlantis style, hopefully. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, Amanda, I did not incarnate again on this planet for it not to happen. Okay. <laughs> I am done. I am done with this planet. So let's get to work. Let's bring the light. Let's bring the love, spread the peace. And like, let's be <laughs> done with that. You know, honestly, that's how I feel, especially having the awareness that I do on my mission. Like, and just the, enli just the enlightenment of like, oh my God, we are here to bring love. I just was sent a video yesterday of a letter that Albert Einstein wrote his daughter. And it was saying that I don't know that this message is ready for humanity, but I want you to hold on to it for years or decades until they're ready to hear it. And basically the message, the letter was the most, the strongest power in the universe is love. But mm -hmm. I mean, can you imagine like, 
like the power and the greed, like in the world war at that time that they would never have been able to hear that message. And at this point, I think that there's enough of us that have, um, hit their turning point of awakening to, to recognize that truth. And when I heard it, my, my husband goes, are you sure? Do you think he really said that? I'm like, dude, he was onto some next level shit. I have no doubt that he channeled that because it's the truth and he knew shit, you know? So and when I was in Iceland a couple of years ago, I kept telling Chris, I think I should, I think like if we can channel dead people, like we could channel anybody, right? Like I really want to talk to Albert Einstein. Like he knew something. And I kept saying that over and over while we were in Iceland. And when I'm there, it's like full power magic. It's my, it's like my homeland, my native country. And it's so much nature that there's no like technology and, and stuff in the way of that connection. And so it's just so powerful. Well, I bought, I was led to this crystal shop at the top level of the mall. It was the only shop there. It was so weird. And I walked in and I saw this nature whispers Oracle deck. And I'm like, that's mine. Like I have to get it. And I pulled up, they had a, a sample deck. I pulled a card and it was let love lead the way. And I'm like, Oh my God, I say that all the time. So I'm like, this is my deck. I'm getting it. I flew home. I uh, sat down for my morning ritual once I got home and I opened up the deck, like finally, like my own personal deck, did the cleansing ritual, all of that. I opened up the guidebook and I'll be damned. The first line in the guidebook says, if you look deep within nature, nature, you'll learn the truth. Albert Einstein. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, I knew it. Like, I knew I could talk to him. I knew there was something going on. And now it doesn't surprise me that there's another message. Like somebody random sent it to me. Like, in a, it was in a filtered message. Like, I feel like your shine tribe would love this message. Like so random, but so divine and perfect message for this time. But I'm really finding that, um, for the woos that have really been doing the work and that uh, she's like going nuts right now because I'm talking to magic. <laughs> she's like, I want to be a part of the conversation. Um, mm -hmm. But I'm finding that a lot of that as you know, a lot of us are already in 5d. And so what I'm really finding is fantastic about being in the, the, this 5d paradigm is the synchronicity and how easily we are connecting to things. And I'm finding that I literally speak something and it manifests. Yes, and that is another realization I've had just over the last week. I had thought about someone, they messaged me the next morning, hadn't talked to them in a long time. Like, thought I kept saying, oh, I don't drink at all, but last week I just wanted a fucking frozen margarita, okay? Like, I just wanted to, like, yeah. So I kept saying, like, I really want one, I really want one, but we don't have any alcohol at the house. Like, we don't, like, it's just not available. And I was going to go to this restaurant and get it. And I'm like, but that just seems weird because I don't really drink. And it's like, whatever, I'm going to leave it alone. Well, on Saturday, we happened to sneak into someone's house and hung out. And the neighbor came over with a picture of homemade frozen margarita. And I was like, oh. he goes, does anybody want one? I was like, I do because I manifested that shit. Like, I deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> I am finding that our thoughts and the things that we just put out there in our, with our imagination are really magnetizing very quickly. So keep your thoughts positive people. <laughs> well, and you know, I think it's such a great reminder of how powerful our minds are and how we are creators. And so if you're focusing on fear and anxiety, you're creating more of that. And, you know, one of the things that I've done with this podcast is I'm constantly telling people to cultivate their cheese, spend time in nature, get off of TV and social media to the best of your ability and focus on 
love and peace and harmony. And I know it sounds like airy fairy shit, but when you get in that place, you get into that creation mode. And I have found that in 5D, I do, I, I literally speak something and I manifest it. And that is our divine purpose is to be able to get into a space where we can create. And it's very difficult to do that in a 3D paradigm. The 3D paradigm is so dense and there's so many bad emotions there that there's too much interference, but you get up into 5D and it's just like, man, you just start saying things and they just start appearing. I feel like I can feel the listeners already being like, well, how the fuck do you do that? You know what I mean? Like, how do I get up there? And the truth is it is eliminating those negative feelings. Like if you can tune into peace and love and harmony and joy, it will raise your vibration. And that is the only recommendation or the only requirement rather for you to be in this like very free, loving, like manifesting <laughs> space, you know? And it's interesting. I find that the more I elevate, uh, the less people I see in my physical reality. Like, and sometimes I personally think that they can't see me. I've like walked by people in the hallway and they've run into me. Like, I'm like, I know you could see me. Like, there's no way. And they just like slam right into me. And I'm like, what in the world? And I just think they just aren't aware like you can't even i'm just shining so bright over here <laughs> not to be ego that isn't at all uh this is a state i want everyone to feel confident and um powerful and meaningful in their life that's uh, that's really why we shine so that we give that inspiration to other people to go oh you can do it too because i was a fat overweight fat hateful angry bitch with short black hair like i get it i was in the dense world filled with anger Ooh, i had all kinds of cali rage in me and i didn't know how to handle it until i started learning to eliminate anger and um jealousy and resentment and rage and all of those negative emotions that keep us vibrating at a low dense frequency it feels bad and so if you want to raise your vibration this is this goes in exactly in alignment with what we talked about like we've got to be doing things that feel good so that we can feel good and to feel good means we're i think we're serving our mission i always say our mission is to feel joy and the expression is your own choice you can find out however you want to do that whatever that means to you cooking cleaning painting singing i don't care it's just if we're all feeling joy then we're all doing our purpose and we're elevating each other i think is important too but i mean I'm, i i constantly say on this show to cultivate your chi cultivate your chi cultivate your chi and i'm sure everybody's like oh my god you're a broken record and it's like i say to you all the time how great your chi is you're animated and um you have a great aura around you and that is chi cultivation you've cared for yourself and you know i, I one of the, the things that I noticed when I really started to elevate, I started to really, really wake up in 2012. And, you know, I think what I really started to notice was that shit didn't bother me anymore. I didn't care. So that to me was kind of the first sign that the emotional triggers weren't there anymore. And that when, you know, people would say something to me or, you know, I would lose something or somebody would go away or something that would have in the past triggered me or, you know, somebody would get upset with me over something and be like, I don't give a shit, you know? So I think that's, you know, for me, that was kind of the first sign of, wow, this is really working. And then I eliminated TV 
so that I wasn't, you know, going down the rabbit hole with, you know, the fake media and all the fake news and, you know, all of the drama and the negativity. And I started spending more time in spiritual texts, getting outside, eating really healthy. Yeah. No chemicals. No chemicals. And I started to notice that my mood was like this yeah. and I wasn't doing this all the time. And so I was like, wow, I'm in like this constant state of bliss, like that exists. And everybody can achieve that, but it is a choice. You have to choose to want to be there. And, you know, at first it can be difficult because you're so conditioned to believe by default that you need to be hate and anger and pissed off and negative and bitchy and gossipy. And it's like, that's a choice. But when you choose to rise above that and you have all these beautiful spiritual experiences around you, like you touch the magic. And it's like, I felt like I was getting addicted to it. I was like, what else can I do? And what else can I do? <laughs> what else can I do? So I think that if you choose to do those things, and I love the things that you listed because I was actually going to ask you, what are some things that you do that immediately uplift you? And so you listed off some great ones, singing, cooking, dancing. I was going to say nature. <laughs> Orgasming. <honey>. Orgasms. <laughs> oh, yeah. So something that you said made me think about, um, shoot, I lost my train of thought because you asked me that question. Crap, crap. It'll come back. But um, things to raise your vibration. Yeah, like singing, dancing, playing, nature uh colors or fucking orgasms like hello like it's the best kind of way to raise your vibration in my opinion and it's a powerful manifestation tool so yeah uh, it's funny because i i didn't mention that in our last show but i worked with an earth shaman for two years and i remember when i first started working with them my grandfather's a cherokee indian so i was very accustomed to being very close to nature and um, being connected to nature spirits but he told me one of the first things you should do is figure out what it is that you want to manifest and hold that intention during an orgasm. And I was yeah. like, what? <laughs> I told Chris before every sex capade, uh, this one's for the Oracle deck. This one's for the Oracle deck <laughs> for months to get that thing to like manifest into reality. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's really taking the power of your Kundalini and yeah. using it as a high power source to explode that intention into the ethers. And so, I mean, I, it's, and what a great time to be doing that. <laughs> uh, you've got plenty of time right now. And actually in ancient Egyptian times, they used the Ankh as a way to redirect the Kundalini energy back into the body. So typically when you orgasm, it rises from the root, goes out the crown chakra, but they would put the Ankh on top of their head and that loop at the top of the cross would redirect that Kundalini kundalini energy back into the system so that you could use it for more power creativity things like that i mean it's the same energy that creates a life so it's the same energy that creates anything um, that manifests in the physical i totally remembered what i was going to say you talked about how your triggers your emotional triggers became less and less 
I had um, one of those experiences this week. I walked into the house. We took our dog out to go to the bathroom and my hairless cat, Noodles, we've talked about him, you know, he's crazy. And he messes shit up all the time. Well, I walked into the kitchen and Chris goes, oh, babe, you do not want to know. And I <laughs> automatically, like my whole body just like, like melted, was like, no, please, I don't want to, I don't want to. I don't know. Don't tell me what it is. I could feel the energy and like just the overwhelming like whoosh of like, okay, something bad is about like something bad is about to be told to me. I'm about to experience it. And I walked around the corner and he had shattered a mug that I got from my grandmother's Chris last Christmas before she died. And like, and he's broken multiple of my grandmother's mugs and I have had shit fits, like screaming, about to murder the cat, like crying, <laughs> like I can't believe you fucking broke my grandmother's mug, you know, like shit fit and I walked around the corner and I saw it shattered all over the floor and I just was like damn that sucks like that really sucks and immediately I was like what's the solution here can't glue it back together I'll just buy a new one and usually it's not something you can buy again but I thought if that is the only if that's like what's the solution? What's the solution? And that to me, when I look back the next day was like, damn, I handled that like a champ. I, instead of getting mad and freaking out and like, eh, I lost it and all this emotion and blah, blah, blah. Because the last thing my grandmother told me before she died, she said, look at all this shit, more stuff for you girls to go through. And that's when I realized, fuck, we, she spent her whole life making all the needlework and collecting all the beautiful trinkets and things and all of that. And she, in a breath, left it for all of us to go through. And that just got me thinking like all of this will disappear. So why not get used to and comfortable letting things go, even sentimental things. And so I was really proud of myself this week for not trying to murder the cat or screaming <laughs> or yelling or going into my mother's patterns of anger. So I was really proud of myself. I'm going to just pat myself on the back. Like, and that, that was it. Like I couldn't order the last mug that he broke, but I got online and sure enough on eBay, someone's selling there. So I'm going to get a replacement. Um, and that just, that felt so good to be able to know that I can have like something that is meaningful and very sentimental to me, be destroyed by a little shit and like be okay with it. And just like fight and still search for the solution, even when it's something that's super close to me. Well, and I think it's really important to think about like when something like that happens and it triggers you, that immediate sense of anger that you have, you're like a radio frequency. So when you experience that anger and enragement, it vibrates out. And so I, I talk about this in my course where, you know, when you, you have that, that deposit is left in your home. And every time you walk in that area where you had that deposit, it amplifies because you feel it again. And then all of a sudden your mood shifts and you don't know why. So your chi is kinked in that area. So by doing the utilizing tools and, and practicing a more spiritual life, I mean, it's a beautiful example of you were like, all right, not happy about this, but it's okay. So you literally stopped the radio frequency and it was more neutral. And then you went to a place of solution, which is more high vibe. And so you didn't have the ability to kink your energy or the energy in your home or his neck. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things that we, that cat, man, I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I pictures of him up and I'm like, 
<laughs> Naughty little kitty. <laughs> so a minute ago, we were talking about things that you can do to uplift your spirit and, and make you feel good. And I think one of the, you know, thing, that's something that people ask me all the time is like, okay, that's great, Amanda. That's great that you can do it, but I can't do it. And it's always like, oh, well, I'm up here on a freaking cloud and like, you know, and the average person can't do it. And that's why I love your cards because I feel like they are a fantastic tool to help people um, sit in the energy, tap in, tune in, drop in, you know, and get into that internal space. And I recognized this yesterday. Um, I've actually been communicating with my ex-husband and I've noticed that he's starting to awaken. He, you know, never wanted anything to do with all this. And ultimately it's why we ended up getting divorced because spirituality was like weird, witchy shit, airy fairy and like stop talking about it. And now he's like super curious. And I, I don't know, I channeled some shit like stream of consciousness. I had just gotten up from a nap and I said something to him cause he was asking me, he, he was being triggered. And I said something to him, didn't pay much attention, set the phone down and went and did something else. And he said, you've gotten extremely wise and I can see how that would work for you, but it won't work for me. And I was like, how many other people are thinking this, that it's not available to them? And I said, it has nothing to do with anything external. It's all inner work. You have to start doing the inner work. And so I think that's what's really great about Brittany's cards is I think they are a fantastic tool to connect with your chi and get the messages of your chi and do inner work uh, and feel like you're doing something because a lot of people are fidgety and restless, especially right now. And so this is a great way to drive your energy into a spiritual tool. And so a minute ago when I opened up my card deck just before we went on here, this one came flying out. And so I was like, I'm magic. I'm made of magic. <laughs> which was great because it, you know, immediately uplifted me. And I was like, tell me something I don't know. You know, like I was just like so happy about it. So just give us a little bit of, of a synopsis. We already talked about this in the last show, but why did you decide to do these cards? Uh, I decided to do the cards because I realized women weren't taking their self-care seriously. And it was a battle to get women to commit even to a week's worth of self-care, you know, or even a day's worth or an hour's worth. And so I wanted to make it, uh, I wanted to make self-care uh, available in a fun way. And for me, tarot cards and oracle cards have been a part of my spiritual journey over the last decade. And that's the one thing I won't skip every single day because I just, it gives me that ability to just like check myself and like connect with my soul and say like, how am I feeling? What do I need to pay attention to? And because I love it so much and I'm starting to see more and more people are looking for tool, like literal practical tools. Um, I wanted to take all the lessons that I teach in Shine School, which is an online course to help women develop confidence and create better boundaries in their life and go after their wild and crazy dreams. But I, I found that even creating the course and putting it in a pretty package for people, that was still hard for them to like, yeah, I'm going to take time and invest in myself and take care of myself. And that makes me sad. So I'm like, all right, ladies, I'm going to try another approach. And I found that 
by creating the Oracle deck, it does give people that like, it feels playful and it doesn't feel like daunting and you don't feel like you're not good enough. Like when you talk about doing self-care or working out, like if you tune in with where you're at right now, a lot of people like say, it's not possible for me. Like, well, maybe you can, but it, maybe it's not possible. And so I, I thought that creating a card deck would make it possible for everyone where they felt like everyone has the ability to open up a box, pull a card, and then just take a moment to sit with it and see how that makes them feel. And um, I made it pretty enough so that people would pick it up, but powerful enough to change their life. And I think what's really important um, to mention is that um, I got my first Rider Waite deck, which is tarot cards, uh, in 1998. And it was a pretty negative experience. I've shared it on the show already, but um, it was a negative experience. And I think that one of the things that I really had a hard time with, with the tarot deck is that it would stir up a lot of negative emotions in me. It scared me because I would get the devil or I would get the tower and I'd be like, Oh my God, my life is falling apart. So what I love about this is that it's super positive. Um, it's pretty, it's uplifting. It's fun. It's like all the things that we've been talking about in the show today of getting self-care right, cultivating your chi, upliftment, feeling good, feeling empowered. It's like everything all in a box, literally in a box. <laughs> Unicorns and elves and sparkles and magic. And like, it's just, I, I love that it's not intimidating. And to me, I remember being 19 years old and getting the right away and being totally intimidated because it was scary. Like the truth is scary. Oh my God. Like <laughs> I would get that damn tarot card and like, I would feel like my life was going to fall apart and it would, but I just feel like this is a lot more approachable. So for somebody, and that is, yeah, a part of it is Oracle deck is the perfect beginner divination because tarot is a big system it can be scary I know exactly what you're talking about the psychic told me don't sleep with the tower and the devil together under your pillow um what like <laughs> what does that mean and I don't think I want anything to do with this right. but I couldn't help myself and just never slept with them together I just made sure they were <laughs> by them because that was part of the thing she said sleep with each card one card per night so that you can get acquainted with it it's in your subconscious and it's taken I mean even still I'm learning like astrological connections and Kabbalah connections like it is so deep it there's like and Carl Jung and like how he's put his psychology into the tarot like holy smokes there's so many layers of wisdom within this spiritual tool that I think I'll always be learning from it but it is that's intimidating for people not only the culture's negative spin on all that on the all the woo woo stuff but uh yeah just like the imagery is can be scary for people too but the truth is that we all um have addictions and we're all going through life upheaval changes and it's a part of the process and i think like we talked about the more um we allow ourselves to not be triggered emotionally when things change or we lose things that's like how we can stay in us in that equanimity you know just like a center of balance and blissfulness 
And it's, it's true. I, I remember when I went through my divorce, I got the tower and the devil. And I was literally thinking like, well, she did go through a divorce. I'm sure it had something to do well, with it. The interesting thing is, is that in 2018, when we were going through all those retrogrades and it was a shitstorm astrologically, I got, I went to Kripalu and um, w- part of the uh, workshop was studying the, the tarot deck. And again, I got the devil in, in the tower. And I was like, well, I, I'm sure that's a mistake. So I went and saw the resident psychic and I got the devil in the tarot or the tower. And it was such a, it was that equanimity because when it came up again, I was like, well, I'm about to go through a shit storm, but I'm ready. Like I am the storm. I can do this. Like it was a total, it was 10 years between the two. And knowing that I was about to go through the shit storm just made me more aware and I was like this through the whole thing. And it was a shit show and it was a shit storm, but I was prepared. So it was a lot less intimidating as it was 10 years before because I'd been doing the work. But I think for somebody that's new, this is just a lot more delightful. It's yeah. a lot easier. It's not as scary. So if somebody is new to cards. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, it doesn't like, it it doesn't involve anyone's religion either. That's a lot of people get scared about picking up divination tools because they're afraid it will take away from their religion. But the truth is it's the, it's like a connection. It's another tool for you to connect to the divine in a deeper way. And so I hope that by creating something pretty and beautiful will help people to not be afraid if they're stuck in um, culture's trap of these are bad or they go against your religion or anything. I'm glad you brought that up because it's a connection to yourself. You're connecting to your chi, your higher self already knows this information. You're just blocking it out and these help. Mm -hmm. So for somebody who is new uh, to an Oracle deck and doesn't know how to use this, how do you recommend, you know, they, they, they go to your website, they buy the cards. Now what, what do they do? Yeah. So, well, once you go and buy the cards, I recommend you go back to the website, put your information in where you purchased on Amazon, because I have three free downloads, including a meditation for self-love, access to Shine School module one, and the copy of the guidebook um, digitally. So first, I would recommend that. And then second, I would recommend cleansing the cards. Uh, And inside the box, there's a guidebook, 150 page colorful guidebook. And it talks about exactly what to do to get started in the guidebook. So what I teach people is that we cleanse the cards when we first get them. That way we connect to our chi, our energy. They're like our cards. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Creating Clearing the juju. Space. Yep. That's called clearing the juju. And we create a sacred space so that we can like just get into that ritual. Like you want to make your cards a part of your self-care ritual so that it's like when you get in the shower, everyone does the same ritual. They wash their way, their hair a certain way and in a certain order and they dry themselves. Like everything has a ritual. So it's really important to create like the space around connecting with your cards so that you feel like in the like in the zone when you're doing it. And so for me, I like to create space, like put my crystals out and like I have a little altar that I do all my like magic work at. And so for me, it's really about finding space to connect. Of course you can do it anywhere and everywhere, but the whole point of this is just to start building that connection with your soul. And it's so much easier when you're in a space that makes you feel comfortable, there's no distractions. And um, yeah, like just, like having your space, that's our root chakra, you know, like having some kind of foundation 
Like, yeah, some kind of foundation. And so creating a sacred space, clearing the negative juju, and you can do it all kinds of ways. You can stick it under the moonlight. You can hold it in your non-dominant hand and knock on the deck, which is what I typically recommend for people. Yeah. And then you can smudge it with um, sage or Palo Santo if you're into those kind of rituals. And then from there, it's really just about like taking a breath and shuffling it any way you feel called to. There is no wrong way because law of attraction will pull the card into <laughs> you that you need. And then just asking yourself, what do I need to know right now? What does my soul need to focus on or what area can I, you know, commit to? It, the answer will come through the card. So it's really just a matter of picking up and using it and the magic will start to happen if you follow through with the action steps and the prompts. And one of the questions that I got from our last show was, do you recommend a certain number of cards? Uh, what do you mean? Like pulling a certain number? Yeah. Like everybody was confused. Like, do I pull one? Do I pull three? How many do I pull? I'm like, oh, you're overthinking this. But what oh do you Oh my gosh, recommend? exactly. You're overthinking. Like there is no wrong answer when it comes to this. For me personally, I have a daily practice of pulling one card um, and then I journal about it. And some days, if I want to inquire deeper into a different area in my life, I will pull three cards. There are spreads inside the guidebook that will show one card pull, three card pulls. And one of my favorites that I'm actually going to do this month is the astrological year. So you start in April and then the natural beginning of the zodiac and you can pull one card for each month that will represent the year ahead and so I did a Celtic cross spread for me like where am I at during this pandemic right now and the message was like honey focus on your plans of the future with your intuitive gifts and those okay. abilities like that's the direction you're headed I'm like okay thank you and um, yeah I'll do the year soon so those are typically the three spreads that I stick to I put a self-care spread in there I put a self-love spread in there yeah. so I made it a little fun and like kind of geared towards the self-discovery journey. Um, but really there is no wrong answer. I say start with just pulling one. And if you like need more love and <laughs> you need your ass kicked a little bit harder, pull another card, you know, like what, like you can't go wrong with it. That's, that's the beautiful part is like, if you pick it up, you're doing your part and there's no way to mess it up. Well, I love the idea of picking a card and journaling about it because I think one of the, the lessons of this experience right now is getting out of our own way and getting out of our head and starting to really operate from a heart space, um, which is our divinity. And so I feel like uh, getting a card and journaling about it kind of gets you out of this space and brings you down here and gets you in flow state so that you can really elevate your chi. And I mean, what a great way to start your day, right? Like to get in that energy um, as opposed to, I hate this. I don't like this. Oh my God, I have to do this. Oh, I've got to make this phone call. It's like, if you can start your day on the right foot, yeah. everything else is going to go into flow state. Oh my God. That's why I start every morning off with an orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> so I would love it if you would, uh, pull some cards or a card for us, um, and just do your thing. <laughs> All right, I'm going to pull three cards because we've got a big group of people listening. And um, every week on Woo Woo Wednesday, I do a card pull. I've been doing it for many years. So I typically pull three cards to represent the week, the beginning, the middle, and the end. And so since we're here and we're starting off our week, let's do three cards to represent this week uh, and what we can focus on and what we need to pay attention to. 
I'm excited to see what comes up, honestly, both of our magic combining together. And so people ask all the time, how do I shuffle? Well, it doesn't really matter. You can shuffle like Vegas style where you like, you know, I don't know how the Vegas style, you got it. Or you can pick them up and just like throw some on top. Some people like do this whole, like, I don't know how they do that. Well, there you go. There's one. <laughs> I don't usually do that because they're hard to hold on to. Yeah. Just kind of thumb through them and wait for something to pop up or flip over. Um, but again, there is no wrong way to do it. Please don't overthink. That's the opposite of what we're trying to do. When we think, we're connecting to our brain. When we feel, we're connecting to our soul. So I want you to feel what feels right and trust it. Sometimes um, I'll pull a card that I'm like, oh, that popped out. I can feel that. That's like my card. And in the beginning, I would be like, I don't like that card. I'm going to put it back. I don't want that message. <laughs> and I'd put it back in the same damn card would come out. So you really can't mess it up because the message you need is going to come out. Okay, the first card for this week. Oh, geez. Show off your sparkle and shine from the inside. <laughs> I mean, I think so that card came up last time. Did it? That's so funny. When I opened up the deck, I the last time I pulled a card from this deck was this card, and it was sitting on the top, which I shuffled, guys, so <laughs> I know that this is perfectly divine as a reminder that, listen, my nickname used to be Bitchney, okay? And if you're not watching the video, like, please go find a before picture. You know what I mean? Like, I came from a trailer. I was overweight. I was angry. And when I hear people say, but that's not possible for me, honey, it's only possible if you believe it is. And you cutting yourself off from that ability of believing that it's possible makes you right. And we want you to be right in the fact that you can believe in yourself and that you can change. And so when people see me today and they don't have any reference of like where I came from, they just see that I shine and I sparkle now. But the truth is I was a dark black ball of anger and I was uh, scary to be around. So when I see this card, it reminds me that like you have this beautiful magic, sparkle magic, light within that wants to be seen, that wants to be felt, that wants to feel like you've contributed to the world. And this is just a reminder that like when you stop giving a shit about what other people think of you, you really focus on doing you to your most authentic capacity, like that is when you start to shine. And that is what inspires and attracts people. So if you're worried about people not accepting you and liking you, then stop putting on the mask and start doing the work to become who you authentically are. And then you'll naturally um, draw those people that will love and appreciate you. Most importantly, it will teach you to love and appreciate you. And I, I want to say a side note here. I love that you bring up, you know, your old, your past life past life of <clears throat> yeah, just, you know, being unhappy and, and being this goth chick that, you know, was holding a grudge and negative because um, what I think is important for the audience to realize is you have taken the time to cultivate your chi and it shows and you're a leader and you're, you're, you're teaching spiritual things. But I tell you all the time how animated your chi is and how beautiful your chi is. And it's like, if you can go from that to who you are today, anybody can do it. It's, it's proof positive. Yeah. Yes, 100%. That's why I'm always reminding people of like where I've come from. And like, I grew up in a trailer park. You know what I'm saying? Like people don't, people judge you based on what they see today. And the truth is like, if you do the inner work to cultivate your chi in one year's time, in five years time, in 10 years time, the people that you meet 
for the first time then are not going to know where you came from. So if you're so worried about like, well, who have I been in the past or people are going to judge me? People only know the version that you show them. And I just choose to show up and shine. I am. Damn. I am. The next card is embrace your inner divine goddess. I mean, I'm telling you another reflection of the fact that you are pure magic. And most importantly, this card is about cultivating femininity. I talk about in the guidebook how there's masculine and feminine, yin and yang, and this is the time of receptivity. That was the word that you didn't use earlier describing women that we are missing right now is receptivity. Women are the receiving, men are the doing, going, pushing, and all of that. And that's great. It's, it's taken us so far. But the other side of that is receiving because as service-based lightworkers or whatever, we want to give. We want to give love all the time, right? Give, 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 give. But on the other side of that, that's people receiving. And the natural cycle is when you give, you shall receive. And so many givers, I find, shut themselves off from receiving because they feel guilty because they're supposed to be the giver. But the truth is, if we're all here to love and give and serve, then you're cutting off everybody else is ability to gift you their love because you won't receive it because you feel like, uh, but I'm supposed to be that one. So when I see this card, it's reminding me that uh, to get back in touch with that feminine side, to orgasm more, to be creative, to like uh, ask for help. This is really important. I think so many feminists are like, fuck this, I can do it all myself. <laughs> we can't, okay? We can do it all together. <laughs> so like, I think this is a reminder to ask for help, to be open to receive that help, to um, find sensual pleasure in life again, and, and just really like tap back into that Ooh, just like, when was the last time you felt like a total badass? And if the answer is never, like, call me and we will hang out and I will show you how to, like, find that inner badass because we all have it and we all know it. And at some point we've experienced it, but we just turned it off somewhere. And I think this is a reminder, like, oh, get back to that, um, that place within you that you feel empowered. And so many people have fallen off that track and, and maybe have forgotten how that feels, but the truth is it's all within us and it's available if you're willing to adventure for it. Oh my God, you are perfectly beautiful. What a great reminder that like you being your authentic self is the beauty that like wants to be seen in the world. Like we all bloom at different rates we there's no sense of normal to compare perfection to like who's who's going to be the decider of that so this is a reminder that like you exactly as you are even if you feel like you need to lose an extra 20 pounds you are beautiful just the way you are right now and when you can accept exactly your flaws this the extra 20 pounds or whatever the case may be that is how you start to sparkle and shine because i'll tell you what girl when i was over 200 pounds i'd put those bikinis on and i had so much confidence i don't know how i don't know how but i did and then when i lost all the weight and i had abs i was terrified to put on a bikini like what was wrong with my mentality and so i share that to remind people that it doesn't matter if you need to lose five pounds it doesn't matter if you're not your perfect body or that thing or your teeth are too big or whatever your story is like you are fucking beautiful and you were born the way you were born to be who you were meant to be and so if you can accept yourself and your authenticity that is where freedom and confidence comes from fucking amen yes <laughs> <laughs> 
Thank you for that. I think it's beautiful and I think it's a great reminder uh, for everybody listening today to be their authentic selves and to really focus on this time to eliminate the fat, um, get rid of everything that no longer serves you and, and show up, you know, be your authentic, beautiful, amazing self as you are right this minute, not who you're going to become, not who you were, who you are right now yes. um, and continue to cultivate your chi. It, it really matters it, when you, um, Take the time for that self-care and cultivate your chi like you become a rock star and humanity needs it right now. We're all awakening. We all need everybody's energy to be in that place. Mm -hmm. So I love Brittany's cards. Um, I think that they're a great way to tap in, tune in, drop into who you are. Um, they're called Shine from the Inside Oracle Cards and Guidebook. Um, and I will say, you know, I asked her a bunch of questions on the show today, but everything that I asked is actually in the book. Um, so don't panic and think that, oh my God, I got to take notes. They're all in here. Um, I, I, everything that I asked today is in here and she's got really great information as to how to do it, how to set your cards up, you know, and really there's no right or wrong way. It's just suggestions on how to do it. So if they want to, uh, I know you've got all kinds of amazing goodies for people. If they buy the cards from you, what is your website? How do they find you? Yes. So you can buy the cards at shinefromtheinsideoracle.com and that will tell you everything you need to know. It'll take you over to Amazon. You'll come back, put your information in, get all the free goodies. And once you sign up for the free goodies, here's what's even better. I've made it so simple for people who are ready to start this journey. I have loads of videos and blogs on YouTube and on my website that talk about how to shuffle, different card spreads for success, how to cleanse, like every question that every beginner has, I have covered. And once you sign up for all the free goodies, I've actually included all of those videos and blogs and extra resources from interviews that I have with people like Rebecca Campbell or Lori Harder. And even I'm going to pop one of yours up there too, because I feel like there's a feng shui card and the energy and the conversation that we had in that um, shine school interview would be fire for this. So I have all kinds of resources that will hit your inbox once you sign up for those free goodies, just to help take you along that self-discovery journey. Cause I know it's scary, but it doesn't, you don't have to do it alone. Mm. And you also, what's your Instagram? How can people find you there? Yep. So you can find me on Instagram at the world by Brit with one T and I have a private Facebook community called shine tribe sisterhood. So you can find me there. It's amazing. I would highly recommend it. <laughs> Thank you. And what's cool about it is I hear people on Facebook talk about how in certain groups there's drama and this and cattiness. And I'm like, really? I've had the shine tribe for over four years and I have never one time had to delete or ban or anybody because of like negative like unsupportiveness i think i set a precedence from the beginning good vibes high vibes supportive like girl power only and i'm so grateful to say that it really is a community of thousands of like-minded light workers like really tuning in to support and empower each other which is a beautiful world that i have been wanting to create and hey man you create your reality so i'm grateful to be a part of that well, thank you for saying yes to this and getting on here again. However long ago it was, yeah. <laughs> I don't know when we did it, but thank you for saying yes again and, and uh, just revisiting our conversation that we had a couple of weeks ago. And I, I think that this is uh, filled with amazing information. Seven and up, everybody. That's the goal. Yes. <laughs> Delete it, delegate it, or reframe it if you can't make it a seven or above. Get rid of it. <laughs>
Well, thank you for saying yes to this. You're welcome. Absolutely. You're always a seven or above. Uncertainty is the gateway to possibility. Lisa Rankin. I think that what is so great about having shows like this is it just reminds us to roll with the punches, you know, just go along with it and um, stop judging it, stop fearing it. It reminds me of Professor Lynn used to always say, let go because all suffering comes from attachment. Pretty sure that's a Buddha quote. So I think that, you know, many of us are creating suffering in our lives because we are attaching to the things that no longer serve us and we are attaching to the old ways, you know, the good old days, which were they really that good? So think about what you can do today to empower yourself, let go, let go of the suffering that you are manifesting and creating by not leaning into what the future holds because it holds so many awesome fantastic, really cool, positive things for you. This year is all about simplification. We have far too much going on in our lives. We are far too busy. So, you know, really embrace simplification because now is about community and rising above to the fifth dimension where it's all about community and getting together and simplification and really the way that it should be. We've just been conditioned to believe otherwise. I know. I'll get off my soapbox. <laughs> but I hope that each and every one of you really enjoyed the show today and gleaned something from it. Like I said earlier when I was listening back to it, I was like, I don't even remember talking about this. This is amazing. So that's exactly why I do this show. I hope to empower you and prepare you and, you know, just help you feel better about what's going on in your world, in your reality. All right, everyone, if you'd like a floor plan reading, be sure to head on over to my website, interiorvibes.com to learn more. I've also got the button there for the workshop that Sharita and I just completed so that you can better understand what's going on in the stars and how to navigate it for yourself personally. And don't forget to check out my YouTube channel, Amanda Gates Feng Shui, to learn everything you need to learn about Feng Shui. All right, everyone, trust the vibe because the energy never lies.